Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. When you first took the stand, you said, I feel threatened. Yes, sir, I do. Who do you feel threatened by? by? Christine, Christine Bradley, your prosecutor's This prosecutor? Yes, I did. Thank you. Christopher Barris, the attorney for YNW Melly's ex-girlfriend and her mother, comes on to talk about his client's testimony and has some strong words about the prosecution and law enforcement. Welcome to Sidebar, presented by Law & Crime. I'm Jesse Weber. Introducing the next generation of pepper spray, Meet Palm, a new maximum strength self-defense product with a patented modular design, revolutionizing the self-defense industry. Whether you're carrying the unit on your keys, snapping the unit on your backpack, your keychain, or carrying the unit in your pocket, Palm is the perfect everyday carry accessory. Palm's patented flip-top safety prevents any accidental misfire, and its maximum strength formula provides you with the necessary range and capacity to bring peace of mind to you and your loved ones. Quality, safety, performance, peace of mind. Learn more at palmpepperspray.com. Let's talk about YNW Melly's double murder trial out of Broward County, Florida. So the murder on my mind rapper, whose real name is Jamel Demons, is charged with the murders of his two friends and fellow YNW group rappers, Christopher Thomas Jr., or YNW Juvie, and Anthony Williams, or YNW Sack Chaser. The two men were found shot to death on October 26, 2018, after Melly's co-defendant, Cortland Henry, also known as YNW Bortland, pulled up to the hospital with the bodies of Thomas and Williams in the car, claiming they were all victims of a drive-by shooting. However, the evidence has suggested that this was a staged drive-by shooting and, the, and that the shots actually came from inside the vehicle. Prosecutors say that after the four left a recording studio, Melly shot the victims, and then he and Henry took the car to an area where they fired upon the car, staging it to look like a drive-by shooting. Melly gets out, Bortland arrives at the hospital, and the rest is history. Now, the prosecution has highlighted that why would the defendant do this? Well, they say he was a member of a gang called the G-Shine Bloods. And we can't forget that there is a lot at stake here with this case because the death penalty is on the table if Melly is convicted. You see, the law in Florida changed. It used to be you needed a unanimous vote for the death penalty. Well, now the law changed. All you need is an 8-4 to four vote by the jury to impose the death penalty. Pretty big change there. Okay, so now with all that background, I want to bring on a very special guest. I'm joined right now by attorney Christopher Barris. Now, Mr. Barris represents YNW Melly's ex-girlfriend, Mariah Hamilton, and her mother, Felicia Holmes, both named as witnesses in this case. Christopher, thanks so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. My pleasure. Let's start from the beginning. How did you get involved in this case, representing these uh, two important witnesses? I entered the case after the trial judge had issued writs of bodily attachment for uh, both uh, Miss Holmes and Miss Hamilton. Writs of bodily attachment 
uh, essentially bench warrants for their arrest as witnesses. Uh, there was another attorney involved before I came onto the scene. Uh, before me, uh, don't know his name, but he was uh, intimidated by the uh, prosecution. What do you mean intimidated? The state threatened him for refusing to disclose uh, information about uh, the whereabouts of Miss Holmes and Miss uh, uh, Miss Hamilton. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And not that he knew. I don't believe he knew the, the whereabouts anyway. Did, did the st- when you took over, did the state ever try to intimidate you, threaten you? Because we're going to get to that in a minute. Yes. Uh, no, the state uh, uh, did not intimidate me. They, I've done dozens of murder trials. I dealt with dozens of prosecutors, good ones, bad ones. Uh, Miss Bradley was very professional uh, with me. And, and you're referring, of course, to the prosecutor in this case, which is what I want to get to, because this is the, this is the real meter here, okay? So when Miss Holmes, your client, was called to the stand by the state, um, this was really interesting. Her testimony, she was being questioned about statements that she made to law enforcement that the defendant allegedly called her daughter on the night of the killing, saying that he was a victim of a drive-by shooting. But it got quite fiery between Miss Holmes and the prosecutor. Let's play a little portion of that. And in terms of your appearance here today, yes. you don't want to be here. You, 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 you made me come here. I did. I so, and in terms of you were served with a subpoena. Never served. Never served. And so you were ordered by the court to show up. You never served me originally. The state basically has me on a monitor. I have to go to my job with this. It's embarrassing. People think I'm a criminal. The state has ruined my life. And in terms of your feelings and ill will towards the state and myself, I just feel like you lack of innocent people. Have I ever uh, any sort of physical violence against you? Ooh. Do you have any written threats from me? It's intimidating. You've intimidated me this whole time. Can you explain that? <laughs> well, it started way back in 2018 when they were initially interviewed by the police. I believe it was Detective Moretti. Uh, uh, he uh, threatened uh, both Miss Hamilton. Now, that's uh, Miss Holmes's daughter, Mariah Hamilton, the other witness that was uh, issued a, a writ of bodily attachment. There is a threat to both of them for arrest related to the, the homicides. 
Uh, now, at that time, uh, Miss Hamilton was only 17 years old, a juvenile. So, uh, you know, the impact on her, on her was is quite severe. Uh, and uh, that's, that's where the threat, uh, the threat started. Now, uh, I believe Miss Holmes said that she had never received a subpoena, uh, a witness subpoena or a deposition subpoena. I, I have yet to see uh, a witness subpoena or deposition subpoena for either Miss Holmes or Miss Hamilton. What happened was Miss uh, Holmes went on a vacation. Uh, she was arrested on her way back to the United States. So she was arrested overseas. Uh, she spent some time in jail uh, at, at that foreign location. Uh, she was extradited or brought back to uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Broward County, where she was uh, detained in, in, in jail uh, for another uh, three or four days. There was an ankle monitor uh, uh, requirement when she finally did get in front of the judge and she had to suffer that uh, uh, for several months now uh, until her uh, recent testimony at trial. Well, just and to clarify this and sure. just to make sure we're, we're understanding. So you're saying it's not that she necessarily knew that she was being requested to, to testify at the court because you're saying that she might not have gotten the pro appropriate paperwork. It wasn't uh, intentional for her to do this, but she was, uh, once she found out, uh, she was then intimidated and threatened by the prosecution. I'm trying to make sense of it because you know what the prosecution was saying is that she was deliberately trying to not appear in that courtroom, maybe as a way to protect YNW Melly or not be part of the case. Well, that's, that's not really true. We, and, and this is why I was employed. I was employed to help the situation, uh, I went to court at one point for both uh, Miss Hamilton, Miss Holmes, to try to get the judge to, and this was, you know, uh, we had had discussions, or I had had discussions before with uh, the prosecutor, Miss Bradley, about this, and I came to court uh, and I spoke with the judge, and uh, you know, I had both uh, Miss Holmes and Miss Hamilton waiting in the wings to come into court. But the precondition for them to appear was again that the judge would have uh, already uh, vacated the arrest order uh, that he had issued, you know, previously. That didn't happen, and it's it's still yet to happen uh, with respect to uh, Miss Hamilton, who is still under threat of uh, arrest. Do you think the state is being disingenuous when they were pressing Miss Holmes on this, saying you failed to make court appearances? We issued you a subpoena, trying to. Uh, you, you think their state is being disingenuous with the jury about uh, Miss Holmes' actions and intentions? Uh, it, as far again, as far as the subpoena uh, goes, I I have yet to see a valid subpoena uh, I, that was served upon Ms. Holmes to be a witness or to be a, a, a deponent uh, be, before the trial began, of course. So, uh, and, and I haven't seen one for Ms. Hamilton, Hamilton as well. It, it is true that neither witness wanted to uh, appear, uh, but I had arranged for them to do so in order to uh, vacate the arrest order and for them to give the basic information that they, they had to give.
why, why did they not want to appear? Because if they had information about what might have happened that night, why wouldn't they want to testify about it? Well, they were, th again, they were threatened early on by the police with arrest for some, on some charge related to this homicide. And uh, that, that threat was never addressed in court that day. We never got to it because the arrest order hadn't been vacated and my witnesses would not appear without that. That was the condition again of, of them appearing that day. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they felt that they were in constant threat of arrest. If they were, were to come, they were gonna be arrested. They were to say anything, they were going to be arrested. Right. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. There was a point in this cross, and I want to play you this. Not even, it was, excuse me, it wasn't even cross-examination. It was just um, direct examination by the state, where prosecutors were insinuating that Miss Holmes and Miss Hamilton were promised to be financially taken care of by YNW Melly and his team, and maybe Miss Holmes was upset when that didn't come to fruition. I want to play that right now and get your thoughts. So, Miss Holmes... Is it your statement testimony that you never stated the promises that were made to us by YNW for me to quit my job and they would take care of us for all lies? They didn't want us talking with prosecutors, but now they've all disappeared. You've never said that before. I don't understand anything. Objection, Your Honor. Move for a mistrial. Thank you. What'd you make of that, sir? Again, if, if, if Ms. Bradley had a, a factual basis for asking that, okay. Uh, I don't. I don't know anything about any financial uh, offers, uh, financial gain. I've I've known Miss Holmes and Miss Hamilton for a couple of years now. I, I I don't have any evidence of that myself. I, I haven't seen anything like that. Okay. Uh, talk about Miss Hamilton. Do you think she's going to testify, or will she be called to testify? Uh, again, I don't know that she received a subpoena. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I mentioned the threats that were made to her at, uh, as a juvenile at the age of 17 by Detective Moretti. Uh, moreover, the, the prosecutor has yet to ask the, the judge to vacate his arrest order for Miss, Miss Hamilton. That could happen. Miss Bradley wanted it to happen. She can ask tomorrow, or when, not literally tomorrow, but, but in court when court resumes. Uh, well, well, what uh, so would she is, what would she testify to if she was called to the stand? I don't know what questions they would ask her. I I imagine they they would ask her, uh, similar to Miss uh, uh, Miss Holmes, you know, about the phone call that was received or in the early morning hours of this this killing. Uh, I I suppose she can testify to that. Um, but I beyond that I don't know. Uh, what else they would ask her uh, or if it would be something that she could testify about. Miss Hamilton is still under threat of arrest. There's a bench warrant for her arrest. I don't understand how difficult it, it is or would be to find her, you know, to testify. She's, I'm not a policeman. I, I don't have any investigatory, uh, you know, means. You know, it seems that if the state wanted to find her, they could. And, you know, it's possible that she does have exculpatory information that she could offer in this case. And by that, you mean Maybe. evidence that would exonerate, that would show that he's that YNW Melly did not commit this crime. Yes, exactly. 
And 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 again, is there any indication why you believe she might have that evidence? Because you're saying it seems like the state is reluctant to call her, maybe because they th- feel that she has information that wouldn't be good for their case, even though it's their duty under the law. If they see exculpatory information, they have to turn it over. And my understanding, what happened is after the, the shooting incident, uh, Miss Hamilton and Miss Holmes both went to South Florida to uh, see uh, Melly and and also to see some other people there who were with uh, Melly at the time, including the co-defendant. I believe he was there. I I can't remember exactly if he was there when they got there or not. But basically, they after that. Uh, Miss Hamilton spent a significant amount of time uh, with with uh, uh, Mr. Demons, okay, and also she had a chance to talk with him and also the co-defendant, uh, who's also you know not going to testify, in my opinion, at this trial, okay. So what what she could offer, it was never really explored because of these threats. And I'm talking about threats from law enforcement and from the prosecution, not from the defense attorneys. You know, um, and, but defense and, attorneys, uh, from as far as you know, def- his defense counsel didn't interview or didn't interview Miss Hamilton. No, uh, that's that's correct. As far as I know, he's never met Miss Hamilton, never spoken with her, interviewed her, deposed her. But he he couldn't again because of the threat of arrest that was made to her and never uh, revoked, so to speak. And the arrest mm. warrant that was issued, which also was never vacated. So mm. uh, it, it's I'm not sure what I'm trying to, to say, but it's 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 tricky because on the one hand, they want this witness to come. I, I think they want the witness to come and testify, but maybe they don't want her to testify about all the truth. And they've scared her off uh, away from that by these threats of arrest. And, and is there anything more you can tell us about that FaceTime call? The call that YNW Melly allegedly made uh, to your client on the night of the shooting. I, you know, that, that seems to be the crux of it, that he, that he called her after the shooting. I don't know if that was Melly talking on, on the phone. I don't know whether it was Bortland talking. Um, I, I think that needed to be explored. I think Miss Holmes uh, was in the house that those early morning hours with Miss Hamilton. And she was, I think Miss Miss Holmes was just saying what she overheard. Mm-hmm, I don't, mm-hmm, I, don't mm-hmm. she, she, I think she testified that she saw Melly there, but I don't know whether the voice that whoever called her was actually Melly or it was someone else. Well, she she was keen, I think, keen to say she doesn't remember what, what really went down or what she told law enforcement. I think that was the source of the controversy of Miss Holmes' testimony. Okay. Uh, I understand yeah. that. I, I think yeah. I think the the major problem for her though was the 2018 interview uh, by uh, Detective Moretti, where she and her juvenile daughter, Miss Hamilton, were threatened with arrest. Mm-hmm. I think that was the major problem there. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Barris. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, I know this is really a case that's followed by many people. You are connected to it based on your two clients. We will see if Miss Hamilton takes the stand, but I appreciate you giving some perspective on on what we've seen and what we can expect. Thanks so much for taking the time, sir. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, everybody. That's all we have for you right now here on Sidebar. Thank you so much for joining us. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jesse Weber. I'll speak to you next time.